Intel stock has been good to investors that were able to pick up during its 52-week low, which was roughly mid-$24. The stock is up nearly 30% from there. Yet, if we take a closer look at a long-term view, the stock is still down roughly 50% from its all-time highs. In today's video, I will discuss three reasons I might be bullish on this semiconductor giant and one primary reason why I might be bearish. So let's get started. Reason number one is Micron. The company recently reported earnings and shared various market highlights that impact Intel. For example, data center revenue for Micron has, has bottomed already and Micron believes that this is only going to get better from here. So this could indicate that the data center market tailwind could also be coming for Intel. And that's very important because Intel in the most recent quarter had $4.3 billion in total revenue there. And the total revenue was roughly $14 billion. So a good portion of companies total revenue comes from their data center and AI market. Staying in here with this data center topic, there was a recent event that Intel had yesterday that they also mentioned that another tailwind here is China. When they do come back, it can be a massive tailwind for this company as China is a big player for Intel compared to some of the other semiconductor companies. The next market where Micron kind of sees some bottom right now or in the near, near term is the PC market, where right now, even though it's expected to see a mid-single digit percentage drop, they do believe inventory correction has already taken place and could kind of bode well for companies that deal the deal in the PC space. Again, we can see from Intel's revenue segment that this is a big portion in the most recent quarter that was $6.6 billion of the company's total revenue. Before we go any further, I want to thank you for watching and I need your help to reach my goal of 30,000 subscribers by the end of the year. So if you can do me a favor, hit that subscribe button and thumbs up. Also, if you want some fantastic insight into the semiconductor industry, join my other channel, Semiconductor Investing and More, where I use my electrical engineering background to break down the semiconductor market. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. The second reason is their new data center products and more focused on the data center CPU market. Right now we have the fourth generation Sapphire Rapids which were released in January and Intel seems to say that they are doing great and getting strong design wins. Following that we have the fifth generation Emerald Rapids which is expected to be released in quarter four of 2023. So in the upcoming quarters they do mention that this is already seeing samplings to customers. And it's in the same platform as Emerald uh, as Sapphire Rapids. So it's going to be an easy integration for for their customers. Following that, the next thing they have in line is Sierra Forest. And they do mention that Sierra Forest is already sampling today and is shipping in the first half of 2024. And this is going to be on Intel 3, which is going to be their leading node at the time. Following Sierra Forest, we do have Granite Rapids, which will be on schedule to deliver in 2024, closely following Sierra Forest. And then outside of that, I don't believe they have a presentation here, but they do talk in 2025. They do have Clearwater, which they expect to be a huge lead compared to competitors at the time. And the real reason Intel will win in this space and Clearwater will be in Intel's 18A manufacturing process. And while I am bullish in their data center roadmap, obviously it's not a clear winner um, because there is strong competition from the likes of AMD. 
Reason number three, I want to say, is the AI opportunity. And while when we think of AI, we usually think of accelerated computing and things like GPU, Intel believes that at least for the next few years, it's still going to be dominated by CPUs and general computing. Uh, so they do say that, hey, this is still a strong market. We are seeing this huge push in AI servers right now, thanks to generative AI technologies like ChatGPT, MidJourney, Stable Diffusion, and so much more. The company actually even name called AMD in their most recent event where they showcased a 48 core 4th generation Intel Xeon and a 48 core 4th generation AMD Epic and they launched several AI imaging and languaging workloads on both systems. They did showcase that they had over four times the performance gain over their competition. And the reason they kind of showed 48 core counts, even though AMD tends to have higher core counts, is because they estimate that over 80% of server processors sold today are 48 cores or less. And they're saying, hey, what's the point of focusing in 96 or higher cores when 48 or less is what's more important? In that same presentation, they also talked that, hey, NVIDIA chose their fourth generation Xeon as the head node to run alongside the H100 GPUs. So Intel saying, hey, look, even the leader in AI right now is choosing our CPUs to kind of run AI workloads. Intel also showcased strong response from huge AI leaders like Hugging Face and Stability AI, which are huge innovators in this generative AI market. And they're showcasing that Intel's products are their choice um, when selecting certain GPUs or certain CPUs. Continuing in this AI push, Intel does mention that one of their biggest lead is also thanks to the software lead that they have over other semiconductor companies. For example, their open ecosystem adoption is great for PyTorch, TensorFlow, Deep Speed, Transformers, which are all needed for AI workloads. So these are the three reasons to be bullish on Intel. But I do want to say there is one reason to be bearish in this company. And to me, that biggest bearish point is their investment into manufacturing. For example, here we saw in early 2022 that they were investing roughly $20 billion in Ohio. I'm pretty sure those numbers have grown dramatically as well, especially as they continue to expand into other markets. While they are getting subsidies from governments all over the world, I do believe this is a very, very risky play that can kind of impact their financials. I mean, if we take a closer look at free cash flow, the company's free cash flow has been dying off. They are taking kind of ways to bring that free cash flow back up. But I do believe it's going to take some time from there. And this manufacturing push is definitely going to be a risky, risky play for their overall financials. So let me know in the comments below. Are these three reasons to be bullish in Intel enough to overthrow that one main reason to be bearish? Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.